My name is uh, Rasmus, and I'm an audience researcher at the uh, Danish Broadcasting Corporation. And um, I'm here to present a study called Convenience and uh, Relationship, the Everyday Media Use of the Youth. And um, before I get to it, just a big thank you to my colleague Peter Neagle. Some of you might know him as general manager here at Radio Days. And um, he's done a huge uh, amount of the work on this ana analysis. So um, we have a lot of interesting results, so why don't we just get right to it? Um, the sort of background for this study was that the commissioning editors at uh, the Danish Broadcasting Corporation approached us and asked us, how do we know to publish the right content, the right way, at the right time? And um, we thought of this, as, of course, as a very important question. Um, and in order to answer it, we really needed to figure out, of course, what type of media that young people use, but also the context of it. Are they alone? Are they together with others? Um, do they feel that they're busy? And what type of needs do they have when they consume media? So um, what we did was threefold. We started out in phase one with a qualitative study, 15 duo in conversations on Facebook Messenger. Uh, afterwards, with the same people we did in-home interviews. And that really laid the basis of a quantitative study, a survey with 1,100 completes. Young people were asked, and they were between the age of 15 and 31. And we focused on four date, key uh, time zones during the day, which was uh, when they were waking up, on the go, in the afternoon, but also in the evening. And we focused on the media usage, the type of needs they have, whether they are alone and together. And we tried also actually to, to ask them about what mood they're in. But we found out that this is something that you can't really um, ask in a survey. So this is where we have to rely on the more qualitative data. And in phase three, we tried to distinguish between the type of media they use in the daily, everyday, and in the holiday. I'm not going to go so much into this uh, in this presentation. But let's start out with the three major conclusions. First of all, young people's media use is pretty much all about relationships. Second of all, it's about, about avoiding boredom. And third of all, it's really habitual they use. Even though habits are changing so fast, it's still habits to them. So these are the three points that I will try to elaborate on during this presentation. And starting out with being young is about relationship, we naturally chose a picture of a guy sitting all by himself in his kitchen, but um, hopefully he has some relations on his computer that he can take care of. Um, and we found that the present generation could might as well be called the generation relations. You know, former generations have been called generation X, generation Y, generation C, um, but everything young people do are in some way oriented towards relations. Um, especially when it comes to their media usage. The center of the media is in a lot of times their friends, their peers, um, but also fans, so influencers, famous people that they like or dislike. And third of all, it's brands. And this is where, for us, the Danish Broadcasting Corporation comes into play. And I'll dig into this, this in just a second. Then the medium as well. A lot of time it's on social media. And um, the driver behind social media is as well also pretty much relations. So Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat is really the motor is, of course, relationships. And the third of all, the popular concept that young people consume is in a lot of ways about relations. In a minute, we're going to hear from NRK. And they had a huge series with Scam about relations and identity. Um, but also... You know, earlier classics like Friends, of course, is about relationships. So what we did was we made this model. And 
what it is trying to do is to map out the different kind of relationships that young people have to both their peers but also to brands. And it's centered around two axes. So first of all, whether it's a direct relationship or a more secondary relationship, or you can say the first one could also be a primate, primary relation. The other axis is whether the communication is a passive one or an active one. And the hotspot is really in the upper right corner. It's the close relations. This is their friends, their family, and they usually communicate with them if it's not face-to-face via, for example, Messenger and Snapchat. Moving a bit towards the more passive communication, this is where we have close relations still, but also fanships, so influences, famous people, and that's bit more passive communication, so it's Facebook comments, uh, Facebook likes, stuff like that. And then we get to a more secondary relation, and this is where the Danish Broadcasting Corporation comes into play, um, because it's strangers, it's brands, um, and it's usually when they're being tagged in content, um, they're liking content, getting notification from it. Um, And in the lower left, lower left corner, we have strangers, brands. Um, it's more one-way communication, flow television, radio, streaming. And what we found is that the Danish Broadcasting Corporation would in a lot of time find itself on the wrong side of the relationship wall. So young people couldn't really feel us. They didn't have that relationship to us. So, of course, the point of this model is, of course, also that you want to go and see if you can get towards the close relationship, go towards the upper right corner. And um, that's pretty difficult. Um, one of the things, of course, we've found is that, um, for example, using hosts as the face of a brand that makes it so much easier for young people to get a relationship to you. But also the content you can produce. Um, for example, Scam would be a great example. If you can get into their close relations and be the conversation starter of those, then you really start to develop this relationship to them. So um, let's get to something different, which is also very exciting, the circadian rhythm of media use of the youth. And um, first of all, we were focusing on different time zones, as I told you, waking up when young people are on the go. And remember, it's young people, so some of them might be sleeping in, skipping class. They're on the go a little, little bit later. Then they go home again, and they can consume some media before dinner in the afternoon. In the evening, before they go to bed, they sleep, reboot, and start all over. And first of all, we wanted to know, are young people, do they feel that they're in a hurry? And no, is the short answer. Young people do not really feel that they're in a hurry at all during the day. Um, as you can see, about 70% of them say that they're in no hurry whatsoever. They're a bit more busy during the midday. This is also where we have a blind spot. We didn't focus on their work or school. Um, and especially in the afternoon and before bedtime, they're in no hurry at all. Um, But of course, remember that this is being physically in no hurry. When we talk to them, they're really stressed out about the future. Who am I? My choices? My education? Do I have a girlfriend or boyfriend? Do people like me? So mentally, yes, there's a lot of pressure and they're stressed out. Um, my colleague Peter would usually say that they're in the waiting room of tomorrow. So they're sort of waiting to fulfill themselves and feeling like the pressure of, am I doing good enough? And what's Kind of funny is that actually the day mimes the week. So during the entire day, it's the midweek where they're a bit more busy, but in generally still not busy. Um, and then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, that's when they are in no hurry at all. 
Um, we also wanted to know whether young people are alone or together and when they are that. Um, and we found out that it's in the afternoon and before bedtime that young people, they're mostly uh, alone. So in the morning, um, when they're on a go on school, they're with a family, classmates, colleagues. Um, and in the, after, in the afternoon that they have the times for themselves. And yeah, this is a slide that I would usually never show anybody, but now I'm doing it either way because there's a point to it. Um, as you can see, this is all the different types of media that young people consume just during one day. And uh, remember, young people are still telling us that they're in no hurry. Um, because there's so much, it's an abundance, it's chaotic. But what's kind of interesting is that there are clear patterns, as it states, uh, to the right. And as this is uh, Radio Days Europe, why not start with sound media? Looking at um, sound media, Spotify, radio, podcast, we can see that it's mainly good company on the go. It has the same curve during the day, as you can see. And when they're on the go, this is also when we have young people to ourselves, in a way. We're not in a competition with visual media. At least in Denmark, a lot of people uh, are biking to school, for an example. And it's really hard to consume visual media. So this is our domain, and this is where we have them for ourselves. And it's important to remember. Looking at more um, direct communication media, um, we have Messenger and Snapchat. As, as you can see, it's just always high. It's always there. But in the afternoon and before bedtime, this is when it's heavily used. And remember, this is also the time when young people tell us that they're alone. So even when they're physically alone, they're even more so communicating with their peers uh, on social media. Looking at more social uh, media, yeah, Facebook, Instagram, also mobile games and news sites, this mime, the um, I'm in no hurry curve. So this is where young people, especially in the morning, in the afternoon and in, in the evening, they have a bit of time and they go through Facebook, Instagram, maybe check some news sites. Um, but yeah, it's mainly uh, when they have time for it and not during the midday. But it's, you can see it, it's there all day as well. And then we have more lean-back media, streaming, live television. It mimes the I'm in no hurry, but I'm also alone curve. So it's especially in the afternoon, but also in the evening before they go to bed. And also it's just important to, to point out that streaming is actually, of course, bigger in the, this young segment than live television is. And um, yes, also the smartphone. The smartphone is just the ecosystem of young people's media use. It's the highest media we tracked and is there throughout the entire day. As you can see, 70% uh, say that it uses it during the entire day. And it becomes a little bit less used in the afternoon before bedtime. And that's primarily because this is where the laptop sort of comes into play. Um, so also remember, as you can see, the laptop is actually a bit bigger than the TV screen. And the point is here that the laptop is actually the big screen of young people's life. Uh, no, at least in, in my family, we usually would go to the television and, and look at that. But for young people, it's the laptop that's the big screen. So we also focused on what kind of habits and what kind of needs young people have when they consume media. Um, so... Starting again with the South Media, we saw that uh, Spotify is especially being used of the younger young people. Remember, this is all young people, but um, the ones between 15 and 19 years of age. And it's mainly on the go. And um, as you can see, it's also proportionally evenly divided in age groups during the day. And it's kind of interesting that looking at traditional linear radio, it's actually the other way around. It's not 
really, they're not old, they're between 15 and 31, but those are the ones who has really built up the habit to use linear media, and they're using it before 6 p.m., so when they're on the go, of course, but also in the morning. And so we wanted to know, why do they use all these different types of media? What's the driver? And you might think that it's because they have some sort of niche interest that they really need to dig into, but no. Um, it's primarily because young people want to avoid boredom. Uh, and it's so throughout the entire day, except in the morning. This is where they feel the need to get necessary information. And I'll dig into what necessary information is for young people in just a second. It's probably something else than what you might think it is. Um, and another important point is, of course, that it is in the afternoon and before bedtime that young people feel the, the need to laugh, to feel something, and to learn something as well. So um, looking at what necessary information is, it's checking the email, it's Messenger, Facebook, it's text messages, um, Facebook, of course. And in Denmark, it's called the intranet. It is pretty much the website of their school. So they wake up in the morning, grab their phone, check through it, and hopefully the first class is, of course, skipped or cancelled. Um, but that's what they perceive as necessary information. Not news sites, not radio. It's primarily what, I'm what have my friends been up to while I was sleeping? What have I missed? Also, we wanted to know what uh, kind of media they use out of pure habit. And first of all, it's really important to acknowledge that most of the media that they use is really out of pure habit. Even though habits are changing so fast, they really um, quickly get into these habits. And again, it's in the afternoon before bedtime that young people, they are ready to experience something new. So let's look at what they use habitually. It's primarily Snapchat, it's Facebook, it's Messenger and Instagram, but also Spotify. And as you can see, it's Mostly social media, of course, so this is just something that feels so natural to them that they're not really conscious about them even using it. They're just grabbing their phone and looking through it. But also when they're on the go, it's just natural to plug in your earphones and listen to Spotify. So, summing up the circadian rhythm of uh, the media use, it's all about the smartphone. It's the ecosystem and the driver of almost all the type of media that they use. It's about relationships, it's about avoiding boredom, and a lot of what they use is about habits. So in the morning, they want to wake up and they want to look at what's important for today, get a general update, what have my friends been up to. Uh, it's primarily their mobile phone. Um, when they're on the go, they're alone usually. They want to get distracted, so they hear sound, usually Spotify or radio, still primarily the mobile phone. And if they're in the bus or something else, they might use Messenger and Snapchat. And of course, it's the same when they go home. In the afternoon, this is where the focus is escalated. So this is when they feel the urge to laugh, to feel something. They're ready to experience something new. And this is also where the laptop really comes into play. In the evening, this is where they're really ready to focus. It's more lean-back media. They stream series, live television. They're ready to have that feeling also of togetherness, not necessarily physically that they're with their friends, but they communicate with them, and it's mainly on the laptop. Then young people sleep, they reboot, and they start all over again. So... What are the key takeaways of this presentation? First of all, yes, young people have always been concerned with relations, but with social media and as digital natives now more than ever before. Second of all, understanding media use patterns uh, is key to producing the right content for the right time on the right platform. 
And combining those two, you get to the third point, which is habits are really tough to handle, but it's a damn good selling point for professionals to take action. Because if you acknowledge that relations and identity is important for them, and you um, put out the the right content and the right place when they feel the need to feel something or to laugh or to get a general update. This is when they can start to build up a habit, consume your media, and this is really where you can get the gold. Thank you very much.